0: symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Oh, well, it's live, Hal. There are figure photographers, and then there's figure kingdom. Figure photography has come a long way since the early days of wrestlingfigs.com. What's changed? Well, many, including myself, would point to Figure Kingdom as having a big hand in that. It's no longer just a kid with a cell phone posting pictures of his figures. It's now a very disciplined, time-consuming hobby, well past anything most of us longtime collectors have even attempted. He's here, and I'm ready to talk to Figure Kingdom right now. Manny, how's it going, man? Fantastic. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me this week. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Tell us, where, where were you born and raised, and how did you get into wrestling? Uh, I was born and raised in uh, San Jose, California,
1: uh, over on the east side, um, like right by downtown San Jose. I grew up uh, just dirt poor. Um, I could just remember, you know, just like, I guess, getting the bug from my dad uh, and a little bit from my uncle as well, but mostly my dad. I uh, just remember like Saturday mornings, you know, like watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and then, you know, like watching all the wrestling and then having like the ice cream man come by. And then every now and then, you know, like going on, you know, like a uh, toy trips with my dad, you know, to like check out, to see the new action figures at Toys R Us. And if they didn't have them there, you know, he'd, like you take me to another store and, You know, it just grew and grew and grew. And then all of a sudden, you know, it just turned into like, you know, like my life's passion almost, it seems like, you know, with like these toys and whatnot.
0: Yeah. So was that like the uh, the wrestling ice cream sandwiches or just a generic ice cream that you were getting back then? Uh, see, My
1: dad actually still tells the story till this day, Um, probably like. Every 30 to, you know, like 45 minutes, like a new ice cream truck would come by. And I'd take like a few bites out of it and then I'd see a new ice cream ant, and I'd throw that in the bush and then I'd go and get another one. So I kind of ran through them all, but uh I always loved those, uh, you know, like the ice cream sandwiches. Those were great. And then I guess like there were these, I don't even know what the hell they're called, to be honest. They're like, they have like the bubble gum eyes. And then they're kind of oh
0: yeah like fruity flavored. I don't even know what they're called, but I always went through those. Yeah, I think they had like, well, later years, they made like a SpongeBob one or a Pink Panther one maybe back in the older days. Yeah,
1: there we go. That's, that's exactly what it is.
0: Yeah. That's good stuff. So what, which wrestling were, were you watching superstars or wrestling on Saturday or was that before your time? Oh yeah. I was, I was definitely watching that. Um, like on the
1: like Saturday mornings, and then later on, you know, like WCW, not so much WCW though. Um, every now and then, um, but for the most part, I was mainly like a WWF guy.
0: Gotcha. So, what, what, uh, figures did you break in, or what's your first memory of getting figures? Were you LJN or Hasbro, or, or where did you come in the line there? Yeah, LJN for sure. LJN,
1: yeah, uh, LJN for sure. I remember, uh, just getting like piper and hogan and then like andre with like the curly hair and like the blue trunks um oddly enough i remember like my very first one uh getting it at the flea market i guess somebody was selling those at the flea market and i was just like whoa i need to have those (laughs) and so uh yeah and so i got those um oddly enough at the flea market so
0: yeah, that, that's definitely seems to be a common thread for people that go back to the LJNs is, I, I think that experience did something to our brains that turned the, turned it into the, I almost feel like LJN deserves a commission, you know, if any of those guys are still alive, they should get a commission for all the, all the figures we've all bought from all the different lines, because I think their, their drugs, the one that kicked it off.
1: Yeah, it definitely, it definitely started like that intense, I call it the sickness that's sickness for me, cause now it's just like it seems like every day's like Christmas, cause you know, like I always have like Amazon or eBay, you know, God knows what coming into my house all the time. So, uh, yeah, LJN definitely started it
0: off for me. I'm right there with you, man. I'm I'm like tracking my Amazon package, you know, prior to talking to you. What you know, how many more stops does it have before it gets here?
1: <laughs> yeah, I always uh get kind of insulted, say if like the post office, you know, like the postman comes by and, you know, like there's no package for me. I'm like, what is my house?
0: Not good enough for you. Why is there no package coming in today? (laughs) Even if I didn't order anything. So for sure. So you grew up in San Jose. So um, I was kind of more in the North Bay. So I I grew up going to the cow palace shows um oh,
1: okay. Yeah, I, I same.
0: I, okay, you did too. I was gonna say I don't really remember the year. I'm so bad with years and stuff now, but I, I don't really remember when the San Jose Arena went in. Um but I feel like kinda you went, see you're
1: like me. I still call it the San Jose Arena too, even though there's been like multiple name changes. You know, like when I talk to my dad, I'm like, Yeah, the San Jose Arena, I love that place.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I called it candlestick all the way until they tore it down and um I can't keep up with all the sponsors man I have enough stuff to try to remember so it just it's always the San Jose Arena so yeah, you, same here you went to the Cow Palace yes uh
1: for multiple things um but mainly I do remember though going there for you know like the wrestling shows um just like my biggest memory of there was just like Hulk Hogan and I remember you know like doing like the ear cupping thing like just by myself like on you know like the steps, I guess, you know, like towards like the, where the top of the, like the bleachers are and just me going nuts as a kid. And then I remember like his music hitting and everybody got up. It was like almost a, it hit you like a wave. Um, that's the, like the biggest takeaway that I have It's just like it was like a big roar from like the crowd. I was like, whoa, who's this guy?
0: Yeah, I think you're right. I've, I I don't know how much of this is just nostalgia goggles versus just the business being different than it was back then. And I I hate to even say the business, like I'm part of it, but I feel like the cow palace back then was the shows were so, it just seemed so much more uh, chaotic, like so much less safe and kind of, does that make sense? Like when the wrestlers would come out, there was people reaching over, slapping them and, Fans were just going. Yeah, it seemed like magic to me, almost. You know, it's like everybody, or
1: at least everybody that I knew, was watching wrestling or knew who you know, like all the main guys were. I remember like having a, a watching a pay per view at my house. When we ordered pizza, and like the pizza guy was like, "Oh, well, who's winning right now? Who's in the main event? <laughs> Is the main event on?" I'm just like, "Whoa!" You know, like I just remember uh, even uh, another time. You know, like going to the store and having you know like older women like in the toy toy aisle and they were you know like looking at you know like all the action figures and whatnot it was just like whoa this is you know kind of kind of cool
0: yeah um it definitely seemed like it it caught a much more intense fever back then it just seems now like people are kind of like yeah they applaud but it it seemed like the fans were rabid back then like they were just i, I don't know just seemed way more chaotic almost like a punk rock show versus a hair metal band or something i don't don't know it's the only metaphor i can get
1: yeah it well back then it seemed like it was more character based where it was easier to get behind these larger than life personas and now it's like it's just the brand and you know like oh look at these cool flips and dives that they do which i mean i'm not you know like bagging on them i mean it's it's fantastic um but it's just like just give me a little bit more you know just less dives and you know like i just i want to care about these guys like i'm watching the show i want to like it i don't want to dislike it but it's just the current direction that it's gone in is just oh just i wish you know like you could just go back a little bit to you know like just simpler times
0: yeah it's so choreographed and you know a guy jumps over the top rope and 15 people catch him and they all fall down to the ground and uh I respect the athleticism. And it's the same thing every week. Too. Yeah. Help us feel like it's not, I guess. Right.
1: Yeah. You don't have to tell me every single week that, <laughs> uh, you know, like it's not like we all know, but, you know, just treat it like something, you know, like important, you know, like perception is reality pretty much,
0: you know? Yeah. When when did you first get into the photography side of it because I I remember I think like back in I want to say 2016 or something like that is when I think I first saw you on uh Instagram and um I mean there's been a huge uh I guess evolution of your skill set not that it was anything but great back then but I mean it's now it's like whoa this dude's he's got it nailed but is, is that when you started in 2016, or were you doing it prior to that? or?
1: Uh, I guess, like, the infatuation came, like, in 2012-ish. Like, that's when I first started, like, taking notice. I was like, whoa, what's this? And uh, it was actually Nate, uh, Ring Skirts. And I remember seeing his post over on the WrestleFigs uh, forearm, uh, forums. He's such a legend. Yeah, yeah he is. And it was entirely because of his posts and his pictures and his rings and his setups that got me into it. And I was like, whoa. And so I remember like messaging him and then like, I set up like several different kind of rings and yeah, that's pretty much like when it started like the infatuation and then like, cause I never thought that I could do it. I was like, well, these guys are way better than me. I'll never be able to do that, but maybe I could have a cool setup. Uh, so I guess it started with like the setups first and like the custom rings. And then, I guess like in 2016, I was like, well, well, why not just let me give it a shot? And, you know, like just uh, do my own version of it, not thinking that anything would come from it and just doing my own thing. And then it just kind of like evolved from there. And I didn't like I wasn't good in the beginning, like by any means. Ninety nine percent of those pictures were actually pretty much trash. It was like horrible lighting and just like the angles were off and yeah I just uh slowly started evolving just because I guess I was so stubborn that I wanted to get good at it and you know hopefully I got there but I don't know even like a, a lot of the times now I still look at myself and I'm just like oh this is awful I'm never posting this or I have like so many pictures like in my phone that you know like I was supposed to post and then like I kind of backed out of it and kind of go back and
0: forth with it but yeah I just wonder if Nate's even aware of how many people he influenced. Cause I, I go back to the wrestling figure board as well. And, um, I just think there was, there's so many people out there that are into this. And, uh, I just, I wonder if he's even aware of how many people he's influenced. Cause I, inevitably, whoever I talk to, they're like, yeah, I was checking out Nate's stuff back in the day. And, um, And his stuff's amazing. And that guy's a
1: legend. He really is. And and he's such a nice guy, though, that I think he's completely oblivious to it. Like, he'll go out of his way, you know, to, like, help everybody. And so I kind of always modeled myself after that. I was
0: just like, oh, you know, like, be like Nate, you know? It'd be so easy for Nate to be a jerk because he's, he's not right? good. And, and so many people that are good, unfortunately they find out that they are. And then it's like, uh, that's where you find out what people are made of. And, uh, and that's why I like Nate so much. Cause he's not the kind of guy that chose to go the, you know, the ego way. He's helped me a ton. Of, you know, I can't even, I won't. Yeah. He's a super humble guy. guy. Yeah. I love that guy. I guess transitioning from talking about him and all of his stuff that he's made, do you make your own displays or do you get, do you buy them from other people? Or I've noticed you got some pretty killer uh, entrances and stuff. Is that homemade or you get that? Do you buy them from somebody? So I guess like up until October of last year, I guess I was like buying
1: things and, you know, like taking custom printouts. Like I make my own custom printouts, you know, for like entrances and stuff like that. Cause you know, like if you're buying everything, it can get pretty expensive really quick. So I was I started off by making, you know, like custom printouts for myself. And then last year as well, like I started making, you know, like, um, I don't like the XP, XPF phone. I want to say that's what it's called. That you get like at uh, like Lowe's and Home Depot and whatnot. Like I just started making, you know, like my own like platforms and uh, like entrances and I just started, you know, like I guess going on YouTube and just Googling tutorials. And it's a lot cheaper going that route than, you know, like buying everything. Like if you buy like one custom set, it's like over a hundred bucks. So I was about to do
0: that all the time. That's so true, man. And especially with the uh, the continued demand for money and figures that are coming out like this uh, Royal Rumble Warrior. That's I, I'm just getting ready to give up on this thing. I'm thinking... It's going to be secondary market, but I can't bring myself to spend, you know, 60 bucks or something like that on the, on a figure either.
1: Yeah, I know. I
0: know what you mean. Like, I was looking for that figure for
1: ugh, forever, it seems like. And a lot of the times, you know, because I live way out in the country, like, away from stores. So, you know, like, people think that I have, you know, like, sponsors and get all this, you know, like, free stuff, though. But, you know, like, I'm buying everything like everybody else. And sometimes even, like, I pay more so for it, you know, like, going on eBay just because... You know, like the figure
0: photography calls me and, you know, I kind of want to do it. I I think it's great that in the community, somebody like yourself or a Nate or somebody who puts so much content out there and helps so many people. I just think it's cool that somebody will just hit you up or, or Nate or anybody who, who does that and who helps people and gets it paid back to them. I mean, I think that's what this whole group of people and friends or community, whatever you want to call it, it's all about is... Uh, you guys are helping people and every now and then people are helping you guys, right?
1: That's the coolest thing ever though. Like I noticed like there's been like an awakening or a movement uh, within like the last year or so, even like before it was just like, Oh, well I got this figure what's in it for me. And now, you know, it seems like super cool that, you know, it's like, Oh, just cost plus shipping. And then, You know, next thing you know, you're helping out those guys in like a different way or whatever. So it always comes back around. So whatever good you put out, it just it always comes back to you tenfold. So that's definitely a cool thing about this community is everybody helping each other out.
0: Good brother Mike GPM is is the guy that I kind of put that flag up based on his. That's kind of his mantra, I guess you'd say. And um, I I, the first time I went out and did that for somebody, it just felt good. So. uh, he's the one that kind of got me bit by that idea. And I love going out and finding stuff for, I won't do it for just anybody or because I have had people that have just like, you know, jumped in the DMS and they're like, well, Hey, go get me this figure. And it's like, well, that's not really exactly how it works. Um, But uh, when, when there's good dudes in the community that we've known and they're and they're nice and they, you know, treat everybody. And I see the interactions with other people. And if they're saying, Hey, I can't find this guy and I'm out and I find it, I'll love to grab it and buy it for them and send it to them. It's a cool feeling, you know, like when you can, I guess, help somebody out, you know, like without, you
1: know, like expecting anything in return. Um, I don't know. It seems like it almost does more for, you know, like us than it does them, you know? And yeah, I, I love the way things are going lately. Uh, just with all the positivity and God knows we can use, you know, some of that right now though. So,
0: yeah, I mean, we don't need to get into COVID, but you know, and then there's the whole political thing. And then now it's like, uh, we're, and I know you're here in the uh, central Valley as well, but we just got hammered with this storm on top of all of that. And, you know, 65 mile per hour winds, um, the last couple of days, knocking fences down, and a tree broke and landed on the roof of my house, and it's been crazy, man. So, yeah, it's it's so cool to be able to came out of nowhere too. Like this whole storm, it was just like sunny, and then like
1: the very next day, it was like all this rain and wind, and you know, like things being blown over, and like the news being blown yeah. up. I was just like, whoa what happened
0: yeah it's been out of control so i'm hoping they're saying this is supposed to kind of let up a little bit by tomorrow but it's like man maybe it's the end of times or something this is starting to get pretty scary out there (laughs) yeah when it rains it pours yeah so how many how many figures would you say you have in your collection roughly i know you've obviously you've got a ton of loose figures or you've got loose figures because that's obviously what you take your pictures with but do you do you have a mint on card collection i think i've seen those in the past but um what how do you decide who's going to be in the box who's coming out of the box so like
1: 99.99 percent of my stuff is like all loose um when i started everything i was just like oh mint on card and then after a while i was just like i really want to open this i want to feel it i want to see what it you know like looks like i want to pose it you know like And then I just started, you know, like kind of cracking a couple of here and there open. I was just like, whoa, what a rush. So (laughs) after a while, I was just like, well, this is no fun. You know, just keeping everything in a box and keeping it on the wall. I mean, if you're into that, I mean, by all means, I mean, we all have, you know, like our quirks and our likes and our dislikes, though. But for me personally, got to open it 100% of the time. Um, I have a few that are, you know, like inboxed, uh, which aren't even wrestling. I guess most of like my inbox stuff are like. The NECA movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle stuff. Like, I always bought two of each one to keep open, and, you know, like one to, you know, like, I guess inbox just because, like, the packaging was so cool. You know, like, it goes back to, like, that VHS, you know, from, like, the original movie. So it's just like, I need to have these like this as well.
0: Yeah. Is there, like, a set of, you know, like, I don't know. But there's tons of wrestling figure podcasts out there and a lot of them have different things. Like if your house was on fire, who would you grab or who's your Mount Rushmore? And I don't have a cool gimmick yet, unfortunately, but do you have like a fab five or a group of figures that mean the most to you or that, you know, that are the top of your list? Yeah. The, uh,
1: the quarter scale NECA teenage mutant ninja turtle figures. Um, okay. If I had to rescue some, it'd be those, uh, just because of the nostalgia that they gave me, like even before wrestling, though, like I fell in love with the Ninja Turtles first just because, you know, like, I don't know, like my dad's like my best friend. And I always remember, you know, like getting the toys and watching the show with him. And, you know, it's just uh, very sentimental with those with those guys. So if I had to be
0: any figures, it'd definitely be those. Nice. Did you, did you do like figure fitting at all with your, with your figures or is it just mostly just been photography or. Yeah. For the most part, it's just been like, just the photography. Um,
1: I don't think like, I don't know for me, like, I, I probably don't have like the attention span to, you know, like sit and do, you know, like a whole fig fed and do like a whole show. Uh-huh. Um, just cause I mean could pretty much see it with like my work now, like one day, you know, like I'm doing NXT and WCW and then I jump into like Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and then back to WWF. And I'm kind of like that. Like, I guess in real life too, like I'm
0: kind of like all over the place. So, you know, I think that that helps helps your brand or what you're doing with your photography, because it, uh, it doesn't ever get stale, man. Every time a new picture pops up, I'm like, you know, it it wouldn't be, to me quite as cool as if you had, you know, the Wolfpack picture and then later today or tomorrow, it's them again, just in a different part of the ring or something. So it's kind of cool how, how you transition from different shots, different areas. Yeah. It helps keep me sane as well. Like I was doing like a lot of
1: wrestling up until like a year and a half ago. And then I just started getting burned out, burnt out on it. And, you know, it was like not as fun, but, now I can see that it's a lot more fun, you know, like when you're spreading the love a little bit amongst all these other lines and, you know, to see what these, uh, these figures can do, you know, like posability wise. So absolutely, man, it's a blast.
0: Yeah. Are there any figures that Mattel, I mean, they've really covered a huge gamut of figures and people say, Owen Hart, they would wish he'd get made maybe, but you read obviously, my line. You read but, my mind. Yeah, obviously that's <laughs> never going to happen with uh, with WWE. It's not Mattel's fault. But are there any figures out there that maybe they could make that that you would put at the top of your list as far as who you'd like to see? Iron Mike Tyson, um,
1: you know, just from the DX, uh, you know, like uh, WrestleMania fourteen. I want to say run. Um, I think that would make like a cool San Diego Comic Con exclusive. Oh yeah, uh, I know a lot of collectors would go crazy for that. Um, and uh, as far as like Owen Hart goes, I mean, I think you know, like a company like Super Seven could uh, totally nail something like that, where it'd be in scale with you know like the Mattels and whatnot, and you could, you know, be away from Mattel because you know like the WWE thing. But yeah, I, I would love for like another company to come by and uh, do you know just like a oh just the possibilities are endless with that.
0: The thought just came to my mind that I wonder if AEW might be able to do an Owen Hart, like in a, in a legends line, because I noticed they've got a new game coming out and I saw an interesting list. I I, I don't know if you've seen it, it's out there. I'm not like, I'm not privy to anything uh, secretive here. It's public information, but I saw a list of guys on there that are kind of like, they never wrestled in AEW, but they're showing up on their game. And, you know, there's like the whole Vicky Guerrero connection. And it just seems like there's a group of people that maybe were disgruntled with WWE or Vince McMahon, and they're now working over there. So, uh, I, at first I thought maybe Owen's wife was angry at wrestling for the death of her husband, but now I'm, I'm starting to think it maybe it's more directed specifically at WWE Vince McMahon.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I think it, uh, I mean, she's definitely entitled to feel that way, but it's—it does seem like she hated, you know, like Vince and the company, and now she's starting to dip her toes, you know, like I guess with, uh, you know, like T-shirts and posters, and like they had that cool—I um, don't even know what it's called, like that cool little figure that can, just came out not too long ago. So, if she's starting to do stuff like that, it means there's possibilities. Or, you know like more merch to come out to the collectors which i mean it's great to you know like keep his memory alive and keep it going for you know like future generations to come because the guy was awesome
0: yeah and i think it's cool that his legacy can garner money to go to her charity or whatever it is that he's still able to help people yeah i mean it goes to a great cause helps people out keeps his
1: memory alive you know what you know like new generations and new kids are finding, you know, like WWE and Owen Hart matches and, you know, like it's, it's a win-win for everybody.
0: Yeah. So for one heart to another heart, I, um, one of my favorite pictures that comes to mind from your set is the, uh, the Bret Hart entrance shot. I just, the angle, the lighting, the way he's posed. I mean, it's like, it's, it's Bret Hart in a plastic figure. Like his, his whole persona is, looking right at me when I look at that picture, how did you come up with that? Or what? I mean, I don't know if you mind sharing, but what what's the inspiration or how do you get the idea to do that? Uh, the WCW one that I just did Because I just posted one, I guess a few days ago. It was like
1: a Bret Hart WCW shot. I've done him a couple of times just cause I mean, he is my favorite though. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I got the idea, um, mostly from, you know, like clips on like Instagram or Twitter. um, so I try and recreate it like as close as I can. Um, sometimes you have to take creative liberties though, just cause you know, like Mattel or Jax doesn't make, you know, like entrance, mem- you know, like the crowd. And so I have to, you know, like substitute and, you know, like put generic looking people like in the crowd. So I try and do that. And with the new, um, I guess like the enhanced hands, like I try and always, you know, like have those like kind of like peeking through in the crowd um just to get kind of give like that overall vibe and then you know like you have your lighting as well like the arena lighting it's seems like it's a little bit darker when the guys come out so you kind of have to shut off all the lights yet have certain kind of uh angled lights for you know for like color and you know to accent them so it's a little bit of everything gotcha
0: yeah i really like the heenan and the andre and the cart picture that you did i mean that again it just the way you lay those pictures out, it just it's like I'm I'm looking at them at WrestleMania all over again.
1: Yeah. So when I do like older stuff like that, like I always want to go back and at least look at a clip. If I can't look at like the entire match, I'll just, you know, I'll look at little clips here and there. And uh, for one, it helps you get like in the right like frame of mind to do these kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but it also helps, you know, like, oh, there's such and such, you know, like that they did, you know, like with their hands or, you know, like the way that they're walking or running. So it's always good to, you know, like go, go back and just, you know, like rehash what exactly happened.
0: Yeah. So when, once the once the wars took off with WCW, WWE, did you have a side? Were you more partial to one or did you just dig them both? I was watching both.
1: But if I had to pick a side, it's definitely WCW. Um, just because, I mean, they had everything. I mean, they couldn't even, you know, like, had, like, multiple rosters if they really wanted to. Um, just because so many guys weren't even on TV but were signed to, you know, like, contracts at the time. But, uh, man, they had it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of squandered it, but they, they definitely had it all.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, I. I know I'm probably in the minority, but I'm one of the guys that wishes WWE didn't have multiple rosters. Um, I just, growing up in the eighties wrestling, I, I just liked the, uh, the one mega roster and, uh, and I don't know. I, I think that takes away from the belts or the titles. They just having two world champions never really made sense to me that just all those little things. I, I like having all the guys in one, one roster, please.
1: It definitely dilutes things. I definitely uh, can agree with you there. Where it just doesn't feel like as important. I'm just like, oh, well, you have two tag team champions? It's like, wait, so which one's better? It's like, isn't the belt supposed to be, you know, like to the guy who's number one?
0: Yeah, I kind of liked back in the day when they had the like WCW NWA had the world tag titles, but then they had the U.S. tag titles. So it was kind of like a secondary title, but you knew like, you know, LOD was the champs, but the but the Midnight Express were the U.S. champs, and it was just, you know.
1: Yeah, definitely. It can be a little confusing, as, even as a new fan. Because, um, like, my nephew, for instance, like, he's a very lapsed fan, but he'll tune in every once in a while, and he just, he just doesn't get it. And he, I mean, he's not, you know, like, on the message boards or, you know, like, anything like that. So he's just like, wait, so they have two world champions, and what's better, Raw or SmackDown? Which one should I watch? I'm just like, well, (laughs) it's a little confusing.
0: That's definitely added fuel to the confusion was Raw's been the the flagship show of all wrestling for, what, 20 years or something? And now all of a sudden it's kind of like, well, there's SmackDown and then there's NXT and then there's kind of Raw in the background. (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely fallen to the wayside within the last several years. Other wrestling figure podcasts out there, like my good pals, uh, Scott and Jeff over at Fully Posable, that have their toy spotting segment. And I uh, i am trying not to do anything to rip anybody's shows off. So I've kind of taken one of their segments and put my own spin on it uh, instead of talking about what I've found this week. I like to uh, turn around and ask my guests what they have found out in the uh, wild or on Amazon or wherever you get your wrestling figures these days. Manny, have you picked? That's a very creative, actually. Um, I love that.
1: Kind of like turning things around, you know, and uh, seeing what they got. Um, so let's see. I actually have my phone right here. And let's see what uh, just came in.
0: Because <laughs> I just had some items just come in today as well. This is such an exclusive. I'm going to get my first live unboxing right here on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so I just got the new Elite Jerry the King Lawler. uh,
1: That just came in. The new Finn Balor uh, Elite. Uh, I got two of the stunning Steve Austin uh, Elites. Just because, you know, like you need one for Flying Brian. And then you need the tag belts. Yes. And then I also got the neca ultimate t1000 um the cop just because you know like for figure photography you know like you always see you know like a cop in the background <laughs> or something like that so that's awesome um, and then you know to like break up you know like any kind of like backstage shenanigans you always see, you always see a cop so i got him um let's see that's oh and then i also got like flying brian uh elite um just to do the Hollywood Blondes just because I passed on him before and I'm such a bonehead for doing that so I kind of overpaid on him but I mean it is what it is kind of have to do that play the game I and mean, then let's go over on uh, eBay so that was uh, Amazon so let's do eBay okay so with eBay I just got the new Shinsuke Nakamura Chase the Black Okay. and then I also got the Legends, Eight Jake the Snake, Roberts Chase. Nice one. Um, yeah. Again, we couldn't find any of these. Couldn't find any of these in stores, and I had to overpay, just like I do on everything else, because I live in the country. <laughs> um, so that kind of sucks. But it's fun, and you know, like it's it's fun for me. If anything, you know, like it. With every, like I said before, with everything going on, you know, you need a good mental outlet to, you know, like. Unwind and have fun, so I did that. Oh, one more thing I also got. The new Doc Brown Back to the Future Ultimate. As well so I got that in as well.
0: Yeah, that's the cherry on top. I want that. Yeah. Um where did you end up getting that? eBay? eBay, yeah. Nice. And what's the uh what's the price point on those right now on eBay? Uh I paid twenty nine ninety nine and then eight forty nine shipping. Okay.
1: So- and then I believe I got that straight from uh NECA themselves. I did not overpay
0: yeah that's on my that's on my list i got the the skateboard marty oh yeah I yeah, that. i
1: got that in too uh last week okay
0: yeah those are those are they nailed those man i i'm torn on these because I, I like you i open mostly all my wrestling figures except if there's a few legends that i actually buy doubles and keep those mint on card um i want to open those <laughs> back to future so bad and display them but they're making it really hard with those boxes they're so so good looking yeah, they are. Uh, just like the way they have like that, like Velcro and then like the nice
1: little window and all their accessories are nicely displayed. So,
0: Where where can people find you? I think everybody knows where they can find you. But just in case anybody hears this and hasn't seen your photography, I can encourage you guys enough to go check out Manny's stuff. The pictures are amazing and they keep coming. It's not like a guy that posts a couple pictures and you don't hear or see anything from them for. Three or four months, and then comes back. I mean, it's the quality of work is right there, and the in the flow is constant. So, where where can people find you?
1: Yeah, on Twitter, I'm a Kingdom Figure. Uh, on Instagram, I'm Figure Kingdom. Facebook, Figure Kingdom as well. And then uh, if you're into that, TikTok, Figure Kingdom as well.
0: Awesome on the TikTok. Oh, huh? that's uh, man, I'm getting old. <laughs> oh, same here. I mean, I didn't want to do it. I don't really particularly enjoy TikTok, but yeah you know do what you do you know like you kind of have to go on and do that kind of thing yeah do you have any any projects or anything that are coming up you want to plug away on or just more photography to look forward to yeah actually i
1: just made a studio uh here at my house uh where i installed a desk in an old closet so i gutted the closet and everything that was in there um I installed a desk, a monitor, I got a new uh, like computer just for like editing purposes. And so I'm making a YouTube uh, just to make, you know, like additional video content. So yes, there will be things like, you know, like reviews, but it's going to be so much more than that. There's going to be, you know, like tutorials on there, you know, to, um, you know, like if you want to do figure photography, you know, you can do that if you you're looking to you know like expand your reach or your audience you know there'll be videos on that lighting um you know like even interviews you know like with other you know like people from uh you know like the community and whatnot though so definitely want to do a little bit of everything on the channel though so everybody can enjoy it and above all, I want it to be like a safe space, you know, where there's no judgment, you know, there's not going to be any kind of like bashing or any kind of, you know, like negativity. So it's going to be a fun, safe space for everyone. That's
0: awesome, man. Manny, I could talk to you forever. I want to thank you though, for all your work in the figure photography arena. And just, you know, I look forward to each picture that comes out. It's become part of my routine is, okay, where's, where's the next picture? I got to check this out. And, um, yeah, so I just want to thank you for taking the time to come on and share a little bit about yourself and your photography.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure, man. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it's been my honor, dude. And um, one of my time-honored traditions on the show is going to be a uh, a wrestling theme entrance song to take us out on. So you pick the wrestling theme, and we'll head on out on that. Let's do the Hitman. Bret Hart, WCW or WWE? Uh, let's do WWF, Bret the Hitman Hart. You got it, man. Thanks again, Manny. We'll talk to you real soon. Till next time, my friend. Thank you. for a quick couple shout outs and thank yous before i get on out of here this week of course first i'd like to thank manny for taking the time to come on and talk to me today make sure you check out his figure photography on all his socials thanks manny shout out i'd like to say thank you and give a shout out to jason wolf if you haven't checked out jason's artwork get on over to the art of jason wolf that's W-U-L-F. Jason makes amazing custom Hasbros, which I am now the proud owner of a Jim the Anvil Neidhart. Uh, if you haven't seen his stuff, if you haven't seen his art, get over there and check him out. Also check out his podcast, Howlin' with the Wolf. Again, W-U-L-F. It's an amazing podcast, one that I listen to each week, and it's very insightful, especially for a art idiot like myself. So check out Jason Wolf. Thank you, Jason. Shout out. Shout out and thank you to Scott and Jeff Toon. Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. There's lots of wrestling figure podcasts out there. None of them have been on longer. And these guys are the original creators of all of this wrestling figure podcast stuff. So make sure you get over and support Scott and Jeff Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Shout out. My buddy Drew and his wife, Caitlin Venzel have a great podcast called Tales from the Estate. If you're not familiar with it, get familiar with it. It's just like hanging out with your friends, and they do a fun podcast that I can't say enough about. So make sure you check out Tales from the Estate. Shout out. Thank you for listening to Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot. If you enjoyed it, please help put the show over by telling a friend and clicking the subscribe button on Anchor, Google, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. You will get instant notifications whenever a new show drops. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at h That's A-C-H-A-I-R-S-H-O-T. You will want to keep an eye on my socials in the coming weeks. Trust me. Feel free to leave questions or audio comments on the show page on Anchor FM's website or email them to me directly at hershotgmail.com. At Thanks for tuning in again, and until next week, Bobby. All good things must come to an end, right? Well, every time changes everything. And a everything. friend in need is a pest.